welcome to Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. I'm your host. This episode was done on Zoom, so you can go watch it if you're listening to it um, audio-wise. You can go watch it with comedian Ross Kelly. He's half of Ross and AJ, hilarious comedian, um, one of my dearest friends, so we had some fun talking about relationships and uh, COVID, and uh, you'll like it. It's a fun episode. Uh, Let's get right into it. Uh, Subscribe if you haven't already. Review if you haven't already. Tell your friends if you haven't already. Uh, Check out my website, Paul F. Comedy, for upcoming dates, and my YouTube page for upcoming uh, episodes. If you're watching this, great. You can watch it on YouTube. Go check out the videos of uh, uh, Sweet Opinions with my friend Tristan Triptow and some of my stand-up clips. Tell your friends. Follow me on Instagram. Enjoy. Oh, also, check out our sponsors. By now, you know that I'm a lawyer, right? Everyone does. And uh, I I don't really practice anymore, although I still have a license. Um, But when I need a lawyer, um, and I do often need a lawyer, um, I contact my friend Scott Shapiro. Um, If you're injured uh, on the job or need compensation, you're entitled to payment for more than you know. A lot of times companies will try to settle with you so you don't get a lawyer because they don't want you to know all the monies you're entitled to. Uh, Scott Shapiro has been uh, helping injured workers for over 20 years. In addition, his firm handles multiple other cases, including uh, personal injury cases and entertainment law issues. He has handled a lot of uh, my entertainment stuff as well as those of uh, guests on the show and listeners. So you need a lawyer. Sure, you can consult me. But uh, if you want a free consultation from the best, uh, don't take any chances. Contact my friend, Scott Shapiro. His number, 312-648-8800. Or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. There are other Scott Shapiros. Make sure you call the right one, 312-648-8800 or scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you, and he will be very happy. It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. We are doing this podcast through the the miracle of Zoom, Uh, so there's no voice of reason on this episode. Thank you for listening. Now? Gary, you're supposed to wait till I... We have a special guest, one of my dear friends, returning from episode 17, you might remember him from. Uh, he's part of one half, or one quarter, depends on how you see it, of uh, AJ and Ross, or Ross and AJ, however you want to say it, and uh, former producer and comedian of Drink Date Laugh in Chicago, Illinois, Ross Kelly. There he no. is. <laughs> Ross Kelly. Hey. How are you? Hey, Paul and Paul's viewers. Hey, Paul and Paul's not viewer. Live. Not live. They're not. They're okay. Not. Well, we'll be taking questions anyway. We got callers coming in here already. Is that a fa- is that fax machine live? <laughs> yes, we have a fax machine right here. As a matter of fact. Um, by the way, I'm wearing an AJ and Ross shirt. That's not how you say it, but. Well, this way it goes AJ and Ross, but I'm just saying. You have the self-facing camera. Going. Agree to disagree. I was told that it was originally going to be AJ Ross, but whatever. It's a great, great. Uh, we toyed with alphabetical or number of letters in the name, but ultimately, 
just rolls off the tongue when my name comes first. It does actually. But that's kind of more of a thought pro like I think people just get used to saying it a certain way. And then it becomes weird, kind of like using your left hand. It's just like a sound. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Ross, you are now in a cellar, I understand. <laughs> it looks like uh, I, yeah. <laughs> admonished. I'm, everything's fine, Paul. You're single again. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, single boy, single baby. When I last saw you, you were married again for the fifth time. No. Yeah. You know, uh, there was something in Seinfeld. I don't know if it was an episode or if it was stand up, but he's talking about breaking ups like, like uh, tipping over a soda machine. You know, you don't just walk up and shove it over. You got to like rock it back and forth a few yeah, times yeah. and then it tips over. That's how you describe your last breakup. That is every single relationship I've ever been in. Are you the it's just a machine? series of vending machines. <laughs> are you the person that's doing the active work or are you the soda machine in this hypothetical? I'm like the uh, $9.25 that you get in quarters back when you put a $10 bill in. <laughs> After it's fallen over? after like you put you want your baby ruth you put a ten dollar bill in you don't get the the candy bar but you get all the change okay that yeah. doesn't really make sense in this hypothetical but we'll go with it and uh baby ruth is a horrible horrible candy bar choice it's i i, uh, I what, what do you think is the best candy bar uh well i have i'm a host of a, a candy show uh where we review candy professionally. So I'm an Well, then you should be able to give an answer super quickly. Kit Kat, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, um, Twix, Cookies and Cream Hershey's, Peanut M&M's. Well, you definitely have a type. Or it's <laughs> <laughs> just chocolate, I'm not going into details. But Baby Ruth is, uh, you know. You just want chocolate covered cookie. That's all you, that's your one note thing. Okay. If there's some excitement to a baby Ruth. Baby Ruth, I mean, there's that's chocolate and peanut butter. It's like a, it's a payday. It's like a. It's not chocolate and peanut butter. I mean, it's gross. What what do you describe it as? Wait, no, no, it's it's payday that I like. Payday. <laughs> that's even worse. That's peanut. No. Yeah. Anyway, enough about candy. Why why are you yeah. why are you single in this? in these COVID times in Los Angeles, California? Um, it was predominantly because of COVID times in Los Angeles. There was, really? there was a lot, there was, we were uh, seeing a very lot of each other and then, and then just kind of didn't survive. Uh, did survive in COVID times. I think it's just, I, I don't know. It is such a, a freaky time to, be alone and also be with somebody like there there's no you know before you could get relief from either one and yeah. now you have to choose one and just be in a fucking mexican prison like i like i currently am yeah. uh, i feel like you are in a mexican prison and that's a good hypothetical or a good analogy towards what it was like being in uh covid times so yeah, and you know, I I am a guy that likes both of those things. Yeah, I enjoy solitude, but uh, you know that also gets 
freaky. Yeah, I've been I've been alone since I've been back uh, from my show uh, on a trips, and uh, it's been like forty eight hours where I haven't had any contact. But I'm like, it's not that bad. But then again, now I'm like on the third day. It's like I should probably get outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, you start getting like weird aches, uh, and your neck doesn't move right, and. Uh, <laughs> That's just age. I don't think that has anything to do. That's just you know, you tie, you lean down to tie your shoe and you can't back, get back up. That's from being in a Mexican prison for too long. Well, man, I mean, just make you, me tie my shoe all day. I mean, it's hard in COVID times. It's like really. I mean, who can make it? I mean, that Jack guy from the Titanic and his his girl. Like, if they survived the Titanic, they wouldn't make it in COVID. Like, I think I think there's one type of person that makes it, and that's my parents. Who, whose lives literally didn't change at all. That's true. They were, they were, they've been practicing this for 12 years. <laughs> yeah. And are, are, are together all the time, but they always were. But now they're trapped. It's like, you're right. Like they're ready for it. They're, but they have a codependency, I feel like. Parents have a codependency, no? Oh, big time. Big time. I, I, I think like, 15, 20 years ago, I would have suggested that my parents get a divorce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and now I'm like, you need each other. It's funny you say that because, uh, you know, my, my father's been having health issues. And I always used to say on the podcast for the first 200 episodes on the show, I would be like, my parents should have been divorced years ago. But now I'm like, as a person who's anti-marriage, I'm like, I see the benefit to having someone, they need each other. There's like a codependency where they, they each provide different things to the relationship. So there is, there is that growth in, in COVID, which is. Let me, let me ask you this uh, question. Do you're, you're, you're anti-marriage. You're yes. probably not going to have kids, right? Yes. Um, the, yeah, same here. I'm not uh, anti-marriage. I'm just. I'm not a fan of it, but yeah. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. It's not for you. Right. It can be for other people. Right. Uh, but the, the number one thing that people ask me that does actually kind of rub up against me uh, in a bad way is the, like when you're elderly. How does it end? Yeah. Does that scare, does that scare, does that uh, scare no, you? That's something I talked about with my therapist when I had one and, uh, and I thought about it and it's like, you know, you have like your nieces and nephews. I have nieces and nephews that I hope that I'm really nice to now. So I'm hoping they're gonna remember those days I took them to get paydays and baby root candy. Oh yeah. Um, but, and Boston um, baked beans. Oh, we have that episode. Hold out your paws. <laughs> we have that episode coming up on uh, on Sweet Opinions, uh, plug for the show, you should check it out. But um. Yeah, no, that, that part does scare me. I have an uncle who's single. Do you have anyone in your family that's single, that's older, and you kind of like look look at them for what you see as your life or anyone for that matter? I don't think so. Other than myself. <laughs> <laughs> that I look to for advice? Not, not to advice, but that you see as a mentor, as a, you're like, that's going to be me in 10 years or whatever. It's someone that you are in, in in regular contact with, or anything. You know, I do. I mean, I do see people in work street. or something like that. That, that is, <laughs> like that's me. He didn't have any nieces or nephews. Um, 
<laughs> get a brother, mister. Um, uh, you know, I, I definitely see people that it works for. And then I'm like, I, I'll just be that guy. If, but then that's that's a bad, that's not, you can't just be someone else. You have to like make sure that that's something that, that will actually work for you. You know, cause you, you could wind up idolizing this guy now. I mean, he's got a leather jacket. Are you kidding me? What? He speaks Spanish uh, and he looks really cool. And then you get there and you're like, I look bad in a leather jacket. Uh, and and my site did, did one year of French. So. I, I, I don't think it's, to me, it's a, an issue of happiness. And I had a conversation with somebody who said, some people like to be, they like to have their independence. And you and I have that common commonality where I don't mind being alone. In fact, when I'm on the road and I'm doing these shows and I'm, I'm in my hotel, like I do like to just grab food with people, but then I also like to just go back and like, I'm like, all right, I have my to-do list. I want to, I want to get through my list and then, you know, go get a Kit Kat or whatever. You know, you know, I, I, I understand that, but, but I also kind of feel like, it, and maybe, maybe, maybe this is not correct, but you get into a sort of a practice of solitude. Yes. Like you grow used to it and you get yes. your own routine. You know, I used to love partying until, I mean, I would be out until 11, 1130 and uh, just drinking drug in and now um like i want to get away from people and i just wonder if that is a mode of just that's what i'm used to and so and you know well, what i mean how, how long were you living with your last girlfriend for example approximately year and a half okay. a couple of years during that frame before that i know you were you were living alone for a period of at least that amount of time Mm -hmm. right yeah and I mean, you were dating people here and there but you didn't live with anyone no roommates or whatever but live by yourself sometimes and when you lived in chicago you lived by yourself um right yeah yeah i, I did yeah did you notice did you notice stressors when you were living with somebody else that you were dating that gave you anxiety or something that you were like, this is not comfortable? Or were you more like embraced it and leaned into it? You're like, I like this better than the solitude that I had pre-COVID. You know, there, there was just more, there was more social, uh, outgoing social involvement then. Like I, I lived alone, but I made an effort to go out. I mean, we were doing comedy shows and we were, uh, you know, socializing like, like crazy. And I, and, you know, I worked in, in a restaurant and, uh, and there was that life. Which, so that was, that was totally fulfilled that, that had all of it. And then, and then there was, then I was with my girlfriend and we did more, you know, we would do way more just like date nights, just us or stay in and watch a movie or do you play a game. Do you think that if you dated without living together, it would have been healthier for the relationship? Or do you think that health, living together made it more for someone like you who likes to be independent and likes to have space to some extent, maybe not like me, 
do you think that that caused more stress or or helped the relationship? Yeah, I'm definitely the type of person that feeds off of like, oh, you want me to be around a lot? I totally want to be around a lot. And, and then that kind of snowballs into like, it feels weird to say I'm not going to be around on Wednesday and Thursday. You know, it becomes a guilt. like, a guilty like you're like, you're, yeah, like you're breaking bad news yeah. to them. Like you, you just, and I just, I felt like that freedom kind of just went away. Like I'm going to go out with my friends, just my friends. And then it was like, whether it was self-created or not, there was still that, that tension. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know, you've heard, you know, we treat people, we teach people how to treat us, you know? Yeah. And so I think that, that it's easy to fall into, it's easy to fall into these, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You fall into a pattern. patterns. Yeah. Yeah. We know, we know the word pattern. <laughs> Do you, now that you see your parents, now that you've experienced COVID, not, I mean, not firsthand, but COVID times, do you think that, have you, has it changed your outlook on marriage and, and kids at all? It, so the question is, since I've seen my parents and we've had COVID, do I want to get married now? <laughs> since you've seen, you said earlier that you see how your parents are now. Yeah in the COVID times and how they're coping with each other. Um, and, and kind of what I said, maybe it's more me pushing that on you. Has COVID, has this this time to reflect and you breaking up or, you know, moving out of your girlfriend, has that changed you at all in terms of your opinions on, on uh, marriage? My dad has agreed to go from beginning to end of NCIS on Netflix with my mom and he, fucking hates that show and so watching it i guess no i guess the answer is no watching it like she loves it that's an hour watched it all the time yeah well it's on netflix so it's only 40 something minutes but there's like 20 seasons right or no yes there are 20 seasons he he said they just saw the 200th episode oh my god 200 of the cheerleader I cannot imagine that level of sacrifice. Your dad is a saint. Yeah. I don't even hate the show, but I couldn't do that with anybody. You don't hate the show? I don't like it. I've never seen a full, I, I've seen one episode only because my song, one of the songs that I was, that I played on license, I wanted to see it. And I hated this. I just wanted to hear my song. Like I was like. Wait, did you get royalties from NCIS? Yeah, I still get royalties from it. Wow. It's part yeah, of the problem. You can't afford a yellow room bedroom like that's this right. without some royalties from NCIS. Those frames are mostly matching. Uh, they are. You see what I did here? This is my new Zoom background. It's all my like favorite things in the show Taxi. Randomly. Yeah. Robin Williams. I see you took Brian. you took Bill Cosby down. Uh, no, he's still there. He's oh, it's just <laughs> up. Okay. So wait, go. Yeah, I mean, that level, I don't hate, do you hate the show? It's awful. It's bad, I agree. It's so, it's so tr- tragically I, poop. I can think of 20 other shows that I would hate, but the fact, I still would never watch 200 episodes of the show, and I don't have a strong hate for it like it sounds like your dad does. And he's doing that. So that's like, 
can you ever do that? To, can you do 200 episodes of NCIS or two and a half I, I men mean, would be my show. Two and a half men would be a show that I can't, I can't sit 22 minutes in. Have you seen that kid? Have you seen what he turned into? Like oh, he, adult now? yeah, he left the show cause he found God, he found Jesus. Oh, and okay. he he's like denounced Hollywood and everything that was on that show. And he looks like he's got like like a weird beard. He looks he's like a youth count. He looks like a youth counselor, like a Bible camp youth minister. <laughs> OK. Yeah. So. so anyway, that would be my show. And no, I would never I couldn't watch. I would just be like. That would be that would be my own Mexican prison like you're living right now. Yeah, no, I would, I would rather just watch, I would rather never watch anything again than have to go. So, so it hasn't changed you, is what you're saying? Like, Short answer, negative. But I mean, you, when you live with somebody for a period of time, you have to often make sacrifices. You talked about your own personal, you know, trying to be a people pleaser in a sense where you don't, you don't want to break bad news that you know you're going out with your friends or whatever are there other situations where you learn from living oh, you've lived with women before i mean this isn't yeah i have two two other times and those ended similarly with the soda violently <laughs> uh house fires both of them fires, yeah. uh uh those ended yeah i guess not great yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i was young i was young uh but what's the question what, what, where am i going with that you've lived with people before so there wasn't like some crazy surprise in, in a you know like a, a breach to the system because you knew no you and you know what we didn't we weren't like even on the same lease i just i just pretty much stayed at her house yeah every day which was by the way a studio apartment. Oh dear God! No way that survives yeah. in COVID. Yeah, and 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 in the beginning, like we were diligent, but she was, we were like bleaching. She was washing fruit and vegetables with soap. Yeah, my parents still do that. Yeah. Sure. Oh, they still do it. They're like, yeah. wow. They didn't get the memo that it's here but i just let them do it i'm like yeah it sounds good <laughs> um so, uh, real quick on on covid i i heard that it's kind of going around the chicago yeah. comedy scene a little bit i was bit. out of town when uh, a bunch of comics our friends got it um but uh i i, I wonder if i would have got it if i stayed in town but luckily i was uh in a in a covid denying state of arizona so it didn't affect me because it's so dry there yeah doesn't go to hot air um but yeah i mean do you think that um well let me ask you this do you you obviously like being in relationships yeah what's your ideal situation then do you do you want to live with someone again or do you like the the freedom of you know having your space ideally if you're in another relationship would you live with a woman again the grass is always more suffocating on this side of the fence 
the grass is always just way too tall to breathe on this side of the fence. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so what's the answer? I, I don't know. That's the thing. Like I, I, I'm in a relationship and then, and, the, and then it's like, I want to be leather jacket, Spanish speaking guy. This is and I would be so much happier. The guy who's by himself. Yeah. 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 And then, on, on La, La Cienega. <laughs> in <Philly. laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, and then, and then, you know, I'm alone for 72 hours and I'm like, I missed the. Yeah. What have you learned from your relationships in whether it's uh, the, any of the recent ones you've had where you, you know, like there's the writing on the wall, you're like, this is a, this, and, and it's a deal breaker in the sense, it doesn't make them a bad person, but just with, you know, sometimes oil and vinegar um, just don't match or like in the case of, of baby Ruth, uh, peanut butter. And those those peanuts just never seem to They don't really melt. Well, with paydays, they always, you, you, they don't always seem to stay together with that glue that they use, but whatever. That's yeah, no, there's always a couple of loose peanuts in the bottom yeah. of the, <laughs> bottom of the Sometimes wrap. Sometimes things just don't go together. Do you, what are yeah. the things that you've learned about yourself where you're like, I, I can't, I can't deal with someone who has like bad music taste or bad uh, hygiene i don't know and it's not or just maybe it's just you like your deal breakers you know i think that i think we all know what we like and don't like you know and i think that in the beginning of when you're getting to know somebody you tend to be real forgiving like oh i can live with that trade and so I think that what I've learned is that in the future to just be more honest about not about letting something just be like, that's who they are and I need to let them go. So you confront the issues more now than you did when you were like 25 or something? Yeah. And how do you go about doing that? I just- Or just in a text? No. No, uh, depends. Depends. First date, it's like had a good time, but uh, I'm getting deployed, and <laughs> I won't. <laughs> it's not fair to you because I'm going into some pretty dangerous situations, and I don't want to put you through that stress. Have you? So for me, I've learned. I, I, you say you kind of know yourself, but to me. I don't think that's accurate. I think that I've learned more as you get older, you have less uh, patience for, you know, when I was younger and I talk about on stage now where you're, you know, your dick runs your life and you're just like, yeah, sure. Like you'll just say yes to anything to get laid or to have companionship. But now it's like, I rather, I rather have someone that I'm like, that I want to talk to rather than just physically attracted to. If that makes sense. I guess that's that's the kind of the like there's two things that are kind of but are, are you should I be writing shit down too or what are you doing? No, I'm doing a crossword puzzle. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> Cause I'm <laughs> minor digital. Um 
so yeah there, there's also this like what if this is the last person that ever likes me uh romantically oh really okay and so so i think that that i think that there's a lot of like you like me okay i'll try to make this work wow i never you know it's i'm just too narcissistic i just assume everyone likes me no you should try it try out this low self-esteem thing uh <laughs> it'll get you into some situations have you have you gone on any i mean we had joe kozala on the show a couple of years ago and still one of my favorite episodes other than yours and uh he, he, so 17. About, he talked about some of his dates in in la have you had any experiences out there where just like this is not happening where you're like that yeah happen. there was one there was one she showed up and she was a good six inches taller than me and then and that and and <laughs> which you know hey that whatever but it, it was like because have you ever dated someone that was significantly taller than you I, I dated this girl in college and I she did, was six yeah. foot two. I'm oh, no. five foot 10. Uh, and she, <clears throat> I'm five 10. I'm taller than you. I, 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 no, I'm five 10. You're not taller than me. Yes, I am. Yeah, no, I wear bigger shoes than you and I'm taller. Okay. Uh, so she was six two, you're five nine. Yeah. See? <laughs> Look. You're sitting on a toilet in a Mexican prison. This See? Okay. I'm sitting on someone's lap who's sitting on the toilet. <laughs> so thank you very much. You dated someone taller. Okay. Yeah. And we were at, we were around a bonfire at a party and she had gone to the bathroom and she came back out and she big, big spooned me and everyone at the campfire, I swear like the music stopped and everyone just looked and I was like, yes, done, we're done. <laughs> 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 this isn't gonna. So you can't um, was six inches shorter than you. Oh, you're just joking. That, that's probably part of that low self-esteem thing that I was talking about as okay. well. Uh, anyway, she showed up. She she was like probably six fucking four or something. Oh, and then but that taller than me. And oh. but then she was like, hey, 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 uh, at the at the bartender. Oh, snappy. Yeah. Like, like fucking just a dick hole. Yeah. Uh, so um we we finished our drinks I, I, I like she did that and i was like i'm gonna finish this drink and i'm gonna leave you said that oh that's great yeah that's hard to do yeah yeah I was, you feel free to leave if you want but i'm not sticking around because that was shitty <clears throat> oh, you called but, her you called her out on that thing yes yeah what did she say correct she said oh you know what she said uh she said I used to be a bartender, so, and I was like, that should be like why you're nice to bartenders. Bartender. Nobody that's been a bartender would do that, unless she knew the guy. No, that wasn't the case. Or girl. Yeah, that's a that's that's yeah. People that are rude to like servers and shit. That's always a. Or like if they have a really complicated order, that kind of turns me off too. And. <clears throat> And I mean, just to, I think I said this in episode 17, but when you're meeting someone on a first date, that is the nicest that they are ever going to be. True. You yeah. know what I mean? Impression, correct. Like it own it own. they're making their best impression, hopefully. 
see, I don't do that. I go in as a complete app. I'm like, if you see me at my worst, we're going to be fine. Like, I just go in like. What a smart Whoa. idea. <laughs> <laughs> but that goes to the self-importance, uh, you know, I just assume. The narcissism and the, yeah, yeah. Nice. Have you ever uh, brought uh, in like the first two times that you're meeting someone, has that ever been at one of your shows? You understand what I'm saying? Like you, the, oh, the, the first or second date. Is my show performing? Yeah, yeah. When I was younger, I would do that, but I, I don't do that anymore. I, I find yeah. that if I say, hey, I, I, someone came to a show, they're like, I'm gonna come to your show and then we'll go out. I'm like, okay, but just so you know, like that's not the date. Like I'm not, you can come to your show, bring your friends, but I'm not like I'm in, that's work. I don't come to your office and be like, like I, I don't like that. I won't do that. But yeah. when I was younger, when I first started comedy, I, I would do that a lot. And I'd be like, what's up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, come check out my set. Come shoot it up. But like, I always try to, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. In fact, even when I've been dating, so unless I've been dating for a while, I, I don't feel comfortable with that. I, why did you do that? No, that was, that was always like a, an intimate thing, like yeah. kissing on the mouth. This thing that I do in public for free <laughs> into a microphone. I don't was somehow intimate. I don't do, public displays of affection either if someone on a date like tries to kiss me or like hold my hand i'm just like whoa i don't especially now with covid now i have an excuse you know but yeah as a yeah. COVID person as covid happening like has helped me as a germaphobe like where i'm like i don't have to hug people anymore or you know touch people yeah private displays of affection only yeah. maybe lights off pants on yes <laughs> exactly exactly so, so any other crazy dates that you've had in, in the la world that, that you would never that just ended immediately or just like experiences that you're like this is an la experience like th that you would never have in st louis or chicago um there there was one the, it, it's it's probably going to be a boring story because it was such a fucking boring date we had a good first date and then we went to the Silver Lake dog park with her dog and in like, I've never had such a hard time trying to think of something to say to someone. Have you ever had have that where there's just like negative chemistry? Um, and and yeah. like neither, and it's like, sure. so are your grandparents still alive? <laughs> that's what, that's what, that's the question you asked to like, what kind of what kind of leash is that? Is that Petco or PetSmart? Whose idea was it to go to a dog park if you don't have a dog? I mean, she has one, but you don't. Like, yeah, she has one. She, it was like a let's do something outside. So why don't you come and we'll we'll take my dog to the dog park and then we'll go for a happy hour, a cocktail afterwards. So it was just going to be like a walking. We would go walk yeah. and then drink. But it, I mean, it was. <laughs> it looks like you're in pain thinking about it. 
it was awful. It was, a was terrible. It? I started happen? getting sleepy. I started just getting sleepy. <laughs> Are you, how did you go? What, how, what was the first date so good? How does that happen? How does that We went happen? to, we had Mexican food. We had like, uh, you know, a margarita and some Mexican food. And it was, it was delightful. It was like in one of those, you know. Did you guys make out afterwards or it was just like, a, I'll see you at the dog park? There was no, no making out. There was no kiss so the after the first date. Phenomenal. And then the second date was brutal. Maybe like I would. The first date was like, let's have a second date. Got it. And then the second date was like, someone fucking shoot us, <laughs> shoot her. Someone <laughs> shoot her. <laughs> Maybe she had a twin sister, and they're like, you take this guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was that movie with Christian Bale's? Uh, Both of them. Daisy. Um, driving Miss Daisy. Yeah, with Tom Hanks. Not are you uh can i can i show this label yeah i don't need to never mind sponsors. um what else do you want to know <laughs> i think we're done here <laughs> i mean like is that is that it did we do it you did you did it yeah i mean we we went uh we did the mandatory minutes for our sponsor and uh and uh yeah you know, you, you revealed enough and you, you, you held out the clock to, to keep your privacy. That's all I, that was all that was in my contract. That's, that's, you, you fulfilled your obligation under the, under the, the contract of singles only podcast. But um, yeah, I hope people learned enough about you to know what a decent human being you are. This wasn't about people learning about me. Sure it was. I was just trying to. What were you trying to do? Show, to show people that, that it gets better. So where can people find out more about you, Ross Kelly? You know, there's another Ross Kelly in the arts in California. In Chicago. Well, no, in California, I thought, but okay. Well, there was a, there's a DJ in Chicago. There's a writer producer that works at Fusion. In oh, is that you? No, wait, yeah. Fusion? I don't think so. I googled you to see because I was trying to figure out what episode we were were before, and you were. It was a guy who was on episode 18 on a Fusion podcast. He's a writer, director, producer, Ross Kelly. I mean that's I mean that sounds like me. I thought it was you. I was like, oh, Ross got a new job, and wasn't you? No, I don't think that's me. Where can uh, uh, where can people find the real Ross Kelly? You know what I think uh, I think the best place is uh, if you follow at Ross and AJ anywhere. We've got exciting things happening, and, so and we fun. just launched it. So you guys. What what? It's a, such a it's so funny, and it's and I'm so proud of you guys. Go ahead, I interrupted <clears throat> you, and you. No, that's okay. Uh, we have we have a few. You're continuing to interrupt me. Uh, we have a web series up called The Many Worlds of Ross and AJ that we're pretty excited about. And, and there's an uh, off too, right? Or, is there? I thought the thing with the wipes and stuff, or is that all? The oh, yeah, we're doing like some sponsored, some brand ambassadorship stuff. But whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
All right. Yeah. Yeah. Ross and AJ and, and we're working on a website now and that's it. Shirts too. People can get and we have sh and we have shirts on anxious and angry and they're going to have uh, anxious and angry .com. We have shirts and there's good stickers. We're, we're working on stickers now. Yeah, they're great shirts, uh, great material, much like the ones I sent to you for better call Paul on Sue. But you know, I have I, I have mine in my closet. Well, didn't wear it, huh? Way it's, to support. It's these desert nights, you know, they're chilly. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, Ross. Thank you again for doing another episode. I appreciate it. Um, hey, look, Paul. Yeah. Look. What is that? Tra Transformer glory hole. <laughs> for those of the people who are just listening, they're not going to be able to see it, but they they can watch it on YouTube. Go see the Transformer glory hole in the uh, Zoom episode on YouTube, and check singles out singles only singles only podcast. Thanks everyone for listening, and thanks Ross Kelly for doing the episode. Thank you for having me. Before I succumbed to the pressures of getting Netflix and Hulu, I was an avid reader. I still am, but I'm behind on my books. I used to read a bunch of books, mostly memoirs, biographies, uh, nonfiction stuff. And uh, as you all know, one of my favorite books is uh, Perfect Pain by Param Parastran, a good friend of mine. Uh, it's an awesome memoir about, and it's a true story um, about how he fled Iran as a child and uh, lived up this perfect life that we all uh, are sold um, as a multimillionaire uh, successful businessman. But he had uh, underlying pain and issues that he had not resolved. And this is what he did on his journey. It's an amazing book. Um, I, I can't tell you how awesome it is if you haven't read it already i strongly recommend it and and i still have some free books to give away too so for you listeners subscribers if you give us a five-star review i will send you a free book i've got about seven left right now um and uh it's it's a great book perfectpain.com available on amazon it has been discounted uh because he wants to get rid of his batch of books perfectpain.com or go to Amazon, get the book. And if you've read the book already, give them a review too. Um, we want to give them the far of our bump. Um, perfectpain.com by Param Parastron um, or message me and I can maybe send you a book for the right price for free. No, I'm just kidding. Perfectpain.com. But I'm still standing.